0: All right, all right. Join the journey, family, friends, and guests. You're listening to Join the Journey podcast with your host, Emma Daughter. Thanks for joining. Today, we are reading Proverbs 28, and I am in the podcast studio with today's Devo writer, Peggy Liska. Hey, Emma. Peggy, so glad to have you here. How are you? I'm good. Thanks for having me. Would you share a little bit about what God's done in your life and then what's going on today? Yeah,
1: sure. So uh, my name is Peggy Liska, and I serve here at Watermark in Gather, which is our ministry for single adults in their 30s, 40s, and 50s. Uh, We have a mission for all single adults in their 30s, 40s, and 50s to turn to Jesus and experience the fullness of life that He gives us. And we get to do that on Wednesday nights. We meet together for teaching and fellowship, and that's been a really, really nice place to serve here at Watermark and something I felt called to do. So um, I grew up kind of in like a Christian home, and so church is an, a natural place for me to feel at home and want to be. Uh, I came to know the Lord as my Savior in middle school. And so— um, since then, it's been a continually sanctifying journey to walk with the Lord and just watch Him transform my heart into
0: what it is that He values. I love it, Peggy. And what do you do for work? I work at Texas Instruments. So Calculators. I'm, oh, yeah. I remember those bad boys from back in the day. <laughs>
1: That's right. That's
0: right. Yeah. But you, you're an engineer— by trade, but you work in marketing.
1: That's right. Yeah. So I yeah. studied engineering at Texas A&M. Gig em. <laughs> Go Aggies. That's where I went. <laughs> it's great school. I love it. Uh, yeah. And so then I did that for a while and decided I wanted to interact more with people. And so ended up on more of the marketing side of the company. And I love that now, too.
0: Good. Well, I'm glad. Well, I'm excited for you to talk with us about Proverbs 28. Specifically, I know we've got to tackle verse 8. And so I'm just going to kick it to you. What What you got for us?
1: Yeah. Uh, so, verse 8, I'll read it first. Whoever multiplies his wealth by interest and profit gathers it for him who is generous to the poor. And so, for me, the first thing that really just, like, stuck out is that God's economy is different than our economy. What he values is different than what the world or our just human nature values. Absolutely. And I mean, of course it does. If you think about it, he's an infinite God with infinite resources. So he has a totally different perspective than we do. And and our job here as we walk on this earth is to just learn his heart and him to grow our heart into more of his and what it is that he values. So, um, yeah, I, I was looking at some other passages and Isaiah 55, 8 came to mind of, where God says, my thoughts are not your thoughts, neither are your ways my ways. And he even goes on in verse 9 to say, my ways are higher than your ways and my thoughts than your thoughts. So It's just a a reminder and a consistency that God's character and what he knows is so much not just broader and bigger, but also better and higher Mm. than our worldly views.
0: It's good. What else you got? I see you've got some notes prepared. A diligent (laughs) study of God's word.
1: Yeah, it's probably my personality that I prepared.
0: But uh, That's uh, great. I put that on my heart. So yeah. we go.
1: Give it to us. I love it. Yeah, I think when I think back to have I lived out this verse where, you know, it talks about multiplying wealth by interest and profit. And what did that look like in my life? And what is God calling me to? Um, I do have definitely a, a story to kind of share That happened in the last couple of years. I I admittedly lived by the world's ways and the world's standards of success for most of my adult life when it came to finances. I mean, I'm very grateful for the advice I received early on in my career. Live off a small portion of your income, save and invest the rest. Um, God does call us to be wise with our money and our resources, but He also calls us to worship Him and Him alone. And this is where I went wrong. I started to think that the money I had accumulated was mine Mm. and not God's. So it was at this point in my life, I was actually presented with the opportunity to choose how to invest a gift that the Lord had given me. And I prayed about it and felt like God was calling me to purchase a home and open it as a bed and breakfast with my mom. So I faithfully obeyed and purchased the home. Wow. Yeah, but— <laughs> Oh, there's the, the story's taking a turn. <laughs> I didn't see this coming. Yeah, but soon thereafter, I, I had numerous sleepless nights of anxiety and fear that I wouldn't be able to maintain the investment. It took a lot of work, a lot of energy, a lot of money, a lot of just time. And um, God took a hold of my heart and asked me what amount of money would be worth even one person coming to a saving knowledge of Him— And I was convicted and almost immediately relinquished all control back to him. I I was reminded that it's his money, not mine. His ways are higher than my ways. And who he chooses to bless through the gifts that he has given me is more valuable than any investment I could ever make. So
0: first, definitely hit home. (laughs) Thanks for the opportunity to share on it. You're so welcome. I know you you wrote today's Devo, which was a little bit different. It was, the, the question was, why does a greedy man stir up strife? which was not your favorite question. Is that
1: right? (laughs) So, as I was reading this proverb, uh, that was not the message that, like, resounded in me, but I appreciated that there was a prompt and, uh, you know, prayerfully uh, and faithfully went down that path. And um, I, I do just pray that that Devotional blesses others, like what I had in mind or what I felt like the Lord was calling me to, may not be what He might be calling someone else to get out of this passage. So, uh, yeah, I think the devotional go go take a look has some 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 nuggets. Hopefully, that the Lord passed through me onto <laughs> others. <laughs> yeah, some some
0: nuggets from the rest of Proverbs twenty eight. Well, I'm glad this this episode could be a redemption for you. Uh, that that all good <laughs> that the question or the prompt to to discuss verse eight encouraged your heart, and hopefully it. It encourages the heart of our listeners. As
1: we start to close, any final thoughts? Yeah, I think one one final passage that God brought on you know to my attention, that God put on my heart was first Timothy chapter six, verses seventeen to nineteen. And it says, As for the rich in this present age, charge them not to be haughty, nor to set their hopes on the uncertainty of riches, but on God, who richly provides us with everything to enjoy. They are to do good. To be rich in good works, to be generous and ready to share, thus storing up treasure for themselves as a good foundation for the future, so that they may take hold of that which is truly life.
0: That's really good, um, Peggy. We are it's February sixth, so we are six days in to Watermark's twenty one days of prayer and fasting initiative. And today's prayer prompt is to pray for your neighbors and ask God for opportunities to share and show the love of Christ to them. And the cross reference is Matthew 22, 37 through 39. So if you're listening to this episode on the day it comes out or a few days after, we would absolutely love for you to join Peggy and I. In the 21 Days of Prayer and Fasting Initiative, you can find additional resources at watermark.org slash pray, and we would love to see you at the Prayer and Worship Night on February 21st. You can find more information at that link as well. Peggy, thanks for being here. Absolutely. Thanks for having me. You are so welcome. And as always, I'm so glad we're all on this journey reading the Bible together